What's up, everybody? Welcome to the World Warriors of Ultra Chen TV. I'm Ultra David. And I'm James Chen. What's up, everybody? Of course, this Welcome is... Oops, hang on a second. Where is that coming from? Right. Oh, okay. But um, this is the series of videos where we talk about 32 qualifiers of Capcom Cup. And if you don't know what Capcom Cup or the Capcom Pro Tour is... You can check this YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash TV. We've been doing this a lot lately, <laughs> and we are not done with it yet, that's for sure. Um, it's a whole big project, obviously. <sighs> there are 32 people who are playing in it, as you may know. Ultra Street Fighter 4, Capcom Cup. That's how many people. And so we're going to do a video per player. Per player. And that's 32. Right. I think and we're like 20 in. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And obviously, as people have seen, some of them we recorded like before, like, other stuff happened that may have been relevant in some ways. Like, the Kaomo one came out. Yeah, And, yeah, like, yeah. you know, obviously, we we did it way before the he played battle. against Luffy yeah, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah, this uh -huh. past weekend. So, uh, we couldn't have that up there. <laughs> you know, hopefully that's going all right so far. Yeah, I hope people are enjoying those. So. Yeah, yeah, you know, let us know if you think it sucks. It's, uh, it's cool. Just give us some feedback. <laughs> Either way. Anyway, let's talk about what we have to talk about today. As you can yeah. see on my right, we're going to talk about Taunt Gate. Ooh. And then AFGC Gate. Ooh. Events Gate. Gaming News. Gate. Community Gates. Yep, and if I took up my Gated wallet, we would talk about Bill Gates. Oh, nicely done. Yes, and you know what? We should rename this show to Gatekeepers. That's what we should... That actually sounds like a fine name. <laughs> you know, we've, we've never actually made a name for the show. Yeah, I know, it's just been the Tuesday show this whole time, but if we make everything a gate topic, we should just literally be called Gatekeepers. I think that would be good. I, I like gate gated communities, though. That I was, like gated communities, yeah, too. That yeah. Good. yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks, man. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, so, you know, we'll go over <laughs> They said events. that you don't flinch to bad puns, because you made a pun first, right? So I made plenty of puns. Yeah, I know, you made one for, dude, this guy's Facebook, let me tell you. I mean, it's not, it's not public, but his Facebook has so many puns on it, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. yeah, that's what I, I like. <laughs> um, secret puns. Anyway, we'll talk about the SGB event, mm -hmm. uh, Topanga A-League, etc. Master Cup. Master Cup, yes. as well. Tekken. Uh, but first up, let's talk about Taunt Gate. Yeah, for, I guess is for like gate. two minutes. <laughs> yeah. So this was Knuckle Dew playing against SoCal players in a couple of consecutive tournaments. Mm -hmm. And in them, he taunted a buttload. I think it's fair to say a buttload of No, buttons. well, I mean, like, he, like, there was one point in time where you, I mean, you told me this, I actually saw this finally, yeah. where he stunned... Brent, and he put on the shades, and then took off the shades, and put on the shades, and took off the shades, and put on the shades, literally yeah. Meanwhile, until... Brent mashed out. Yeah, until Brent mashed out of the taunt. Yeah, so he got him dizzy and didn't even try to kill him, he yeah. just taunted him. Yeah, so. yeah, and uh, it, went, it went all throughout, especially against Brent. Brent got just dump trucked full of, uh, <laughs> full of taunts, uh, <laughs> and it was really... A lot of taunts. And then in the in the final round, when Knuckle Dew wanted to take it seriously, he got a perfect <laughs> to win the tournament. So the reason why that this is even a gate yeah. at all, yeah. Um, 
I mean, really, honestly, this is not even a huge gate. This it's is not. A, this is this is like a square gate. Yeah. Right? Okay. Nice. Yeah. This may be like a toll booth or yeah. <laughs> a fence. <laughs> Was because uh, Justin actually tweeted like, "Is that is that cool? Like, yeah. isn't that disrespectful? Like, yeah. wouldn't shouldn't people get like if he did this to say a Japanese player, a whole bunch of people would get butt hurt about it." And everything. That might be true. <laughs> I'm not going to deny that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if someone dizzy Daigo and taunted a bunch of times and then oh, beat him. That person would have to suffer the wrath of Twitter. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. I definitely agree with that. But the, the question is, is it is it BM, James? Oh, God. Is it BM to, <laughs> to taunt? What do you think about that? Oh, God. <laughs> I need to find a sign to get mad at you and hold it up as a cheerful. <laughs> uh, well, okay. My own opinion on it is that it's not that big of a deal at all. Uh-huh. Um, if Brent can't even stop a guy from... That's, that's his fault. It's his problem. He's got to hold those taunts. Right. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think it's anything bad. Um, it's and and furthermore, for Knuckle Dew, I like. I get it. Um, you know, he's as far as I know, still cool with all those guys. I don't think he's like mad at them. Hang on a second. Uh, are people trolling me again? Are people trolling me again? They're saying that the the audio went bad. Okay, so stop. Go go back a little bit. Start start. Rewind just a tiny bit. Uh, okay, so what I was saying is that you know basically if Brent can't stop somebody from stunning him while taunting him, mm-hmm. then he has to hold those taunts. I really <laughs> think that that's right. that's up to him to to dissuade the other person from taunting. Mm-hmm. And on Knuckle Dew's side. I know that taunting is something he he likes to do. It like gets him in the mood or whatever. Mm-hmm, uh, it's mm-hmm. something he's been doing. It's a characteristic of his for a couple of years now. Right. You know, it's not a new phenomenon. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, he's cool with with them. Like I think the SoCal guys are cool with him still. Like I don't think it was like they didn't. I don't like, think it was like actual enmity or anything. I'm like pretty that. sure Knuckle Dew made it out of the building. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad Brent did too because. <laughs> The vital signs were were in trouble for a little while. Well, see if he actually collapsed and passed out. At least he would have a <laughs> an excuse. Um, basically, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, I, you know, I I wouldn't be offended if I were Brent. I would be a thousand times more offended that I got outplayed in the way that right, right. I did. I yeah, I mean, look, you're even if the taunts weren't in the game. You would just have someone teabagging or something like right. that, or just jump back and forth, or yeah, go, people figure out ways to do that. Stuff. Yeah. I mean, you remember in that epic match, Gandhi versus versus yes, FSB, where Gandhi like went up to Rufus and went jab 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 right up in front of his face, like at point blank range, whiffing. Yes. I mean, no one got mad at him when he did that, right? Anniversary of that's coming up. Yes, <laughs> exactly. No, it's funny because we were talking about on Twitter about beating Scrubs, and someone yes. linked that video, That's right. and I was like, "Oh, there you go." So yeah. Well, what do you think about it? Uh, like I said, look, it's you're not gonna stop people from doing it. It's a personality thing. Um, some people are just gonna do it. Some people are not gonna do it. I mean, I can understand where Justin's coming from. The main reason why I honestly think Justin was kind of upset about it is because. 
people have given Justin so much crap for so many different things that he has done in fighting games that all of a sudden Knuckle Deuce taunting people and was like, it's funny, this is cool. Mm. Whereas if someone from EG did it, they'd be like, EG should ban them, brah, like punish them, you know. They've been just all Maybe. these cries of, of, of collusion and all these things like that. I think it's just, you know, when you see some people are allowed to do things and others are not, it's kind of irritating in a way. So. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think it's probably true that if it were some brash American against a Japanese player, they would, <laughs> it would have gotten a different different result. But right. um, I don't think it should. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think it should be a fine thing either way. Totally acceptable. I don't. I don't want to have. I don't want to have. Um, you know, colorless gameplay. I don't want. I don't want for all of the BM to get taken out of it. I don't want that. <laughs> BM, of course, is the esports term for bad manners. Right. That's why it's because it's esports. I, I don't. There's only so much of that that I can reasonably accept. The worst thing about hearing the term BM is it makes me think of the term BO. So it's just something. Really, about it doesn't it make me think of bowel movement. I guess not. I, th- I feel like I'm saying poop every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's part of why I've been saying it. Yeah, well, that term is poop, so, you know, mm. it's fair yeah. enough. So, yeah. there you go. <clears throat> yeah, anyway, I, don't, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah. In any case, so, whatever, you know, taunt, taunt whatever you can. So, yeah. as long as you keep it in game and, like... Yeah, of course. And as long... I mean, look... Obviously, in arcades, if people taunted, some people got hurt sometimes, you know. That's, well, okay. it, It's happened before, right? Okay. So, you know, obviously, hopefully, we're not at that point when it's at yeah. something like a Wednesday Night Fights, you know. So, it's all good. It's all good, so. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Anyways. That's it for that. Yeah, Busy day on Ultra Gen TV. Yeah, I know, right? I mean, we, we look, we, we said that we want to talk about the topics of what's going on. Yes. Strangely enough, there wasn't anything crazy that's been going on recently. And the next thing that we want to talk about here, which is AFGC Gate, which is Anime FGC Gate. Yeah. There's not even really much to talk about here either. Just I, I don't even know what started it. It has something to do with Jabali, something to do with the Wikipedia being a joke, you know, being edited to say that Jabali created anime. And then I guess Jabali being Jabali tweeted something about like how he... Like, created like some awesome anime event or whatever and then just like rick the Hado, great yes. guy great awesome guy by the way hard-working dude then kind of got into it and then the anime fgc got mad at him and started yelling at him might not even have been the whole community might have been just one person probably not yeah probably just one person or whatever like that and all that stuff like that so it's just like yeah it, it honestly wasn't that serious um but I mean, the only thing I'll say is that I do noticed that they do have, the community has that tendency that if you, they seem to have this attitude where we've been struggling this whole entire time. If you haven't been with us, you don't know our struggles, so you can't speak for us. You can't represent us, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I mean, look. News is news, right? Anyone, like, all I remember is Anime FGC saying, I wish a TO would show our games off a little bit more instead of these Capcom games, right? Someone did that. Yeah. And, 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 and why? how could you be mad at him, especially since a lot of people enjoyed the event? You know, a lot of people get mad. A lot of people in the anime community, this did come up last week. They got mad. At, uh, they, they, they were even making fun of Jabali for giving Dasset Bro an award. 
because they don't like Jacid Bro's commentary and stuff like that, and they don't think he's done anything for the anime fighting game community, you know. And there's just, there's this, this lot of, it's weird, because they want to spread the love of anime games, but they don't want anybody else to be involved in a weird way, you know. There's kind of like this uh, weird, like, counterintuitiveness to it. We, we've talked about this before a couple of times, and my analogy was that it's like it's like sports. Um, like, if you're a Clippers fan 10 years ago, you loved the Clippers, and, like, theoretically, you wanted everybody else to like the Clippers, right? Like, you <laughs> right. wanted the Clippers to be good and popular, and you it was that was your dream. Right. But then they get good, and I know a couple people who have, are a little bit... They're following the Clippers a little bit less nowadays because it's no longer like the... <laughs> it's no longer like the underdog. Because there's too many bandwagoners yeah, exactly. or something like so, that. Yeah. I don't know. That's sort of how it seems to me where you're, you're used to having... You're used to being the tiny group and mm. you're used to being the underdog and maybe that's cool with you. Um, and you like theoretically want more people, but maybe you don't like exactly what that entails. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they want it to be exactly, they want it to be successful in exactly the way they want it to be. In other words, it's got to be the yeah, people well, who've already been involved have to be the one. That, I mean, you know, I, I, I get that, but it's, you should also... You should also be open to having new people because definitionally, if the scene grows, then you have new people. I mean, Dasa Bro is a personality. He's got ties to the you know speedrunning community and to the fighting game community. Sure. If he talks about Guilty Gear a lot, it can't be bad. I can get, right. If Maximilian does a bunch of Guilty Gear stuff, you might not get all the information right, but there have literally been people like, my God, this game looks hype, Max. I'm That's going true. to buy it because of you. You know, it's just, it's, it's that situation. You, you've got to accept help from all the different places that you can get it. And, and I mean, Guilty Gear, don't get me wrong, is succeeding really well right now. Yeah. It's doing really well. 900 people at Evo, and they're doing a lot of it on their own terms. Sure. And they've been doing a lot of great community stuff. You know, we've had all the tutorial videos and all these people talking. They've been doing a great job. But, you know, again, and this is just me doing the James Chen soapbox thing again. We're all in one community. We don't have to blend. We don't have to merge. We don't have to mix or mingle or whatever like that. We all have our different personalities. But every group is helping every group in a way that you, that, that, you know, whether you like it or not, that's the way it's working. Street Fighter getting popular helps Guilty Gear get popular. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's just the way it works, right? We don't have to, like, you don't have to come and hang out with the Street Fighter players if you don't like them. Of course. <laughs> but, you know, we're all going to help each other. Not a lot of reasons to fight amongst each other and compare and do stuff like that. So just yeah. get along. I don't know. <laughs> I get people wanting to do it their own way and have their own people be the ones who are successful because that's, like, what the FGC wants mm -hmm. just in general right like that's like as a broader community we want that so i'm not so if a sub community of it wants that i like i understand <laughs> i totally get it right but at the same time um you know even for the fgc you shouldn't be opposed to having other people come in and do something if it's done legit i mean if it's like some esports nonsense and it's done terribly and it's fake and it's obviously yes <laughs> different story right but right, like right. for example like what esl did with mk 
I think that's pretty nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Good job to them, uh-huh, uh-huh. To, to be honest. Um, so that's cool with me. And I guess I feel the same way when it comes to anime. But it's not just it's not just the anime, Air Dash, FGC. I mean, the MK scene, NRS scene, I guess, does the same thing. Right. Like, right, they are also, right, right. in fact, probably more insular. Right, um, right. I mean, do they witch hunt as much? That's my question. I noticed that that happens a lot in the anime FGC. Like, Dasset Bro has become, like, one of the enemies number one in that crew. Yeah, I guess, you know, I'm not... I'm not d- deep inside the NRS scene. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I really like the games, but I tend to be sort of hovering on the outside of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but just from watching it and from being on Test Your Might now and then, I rarely, rarely mm-hmm. it, it happens sometimes, and they're, they can be really acerbic to one another, but, like, not... I don't know. It's right. I mean, like, for example, they, they really like it when you commentate, when you commentate MK. Oh, well, right? that took a while. <laughs> <laughs> it, took a, it took a few years, James. Okay, okay. <laughs> it took a fair few enough. years. Fair enough, fair enough. So. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, again, this is barely a topic in any case. It wasn't oh, that yeah. serious. It wasn't that serious, but, you know, again, I just want to sit down and preach happiness and joy and love and everything. Like I said, we Smash community is a great example. A lot of people have mentioned Smash. Smash mm-hmm. is another one of those communities that a lot of people hate on and don't want to welcome so if like i said the anime community they've got stuff to do but if you're in the popular group if you're one of the mean girls for example you know and you and you're a street fighter 5 fan and you get all of the accolades and everything and capcom cup and all this (laughs) stuff like this there's no reason to hate on the other scenes or to ostracize them or whatever like that in fact you should help boost them up as well so Sounds right to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like this weekend, for example, right? This weekend had Master Cup 8. Yeah. Biggest Tekken tournament ever, right? And I was just like, this deserves more word. Yeah, And so, like, literally on that day, I just kept tweeting about it because I was like, people should be watching this, right? I don't play Tekken. I have no ties to the Tekken community. Yeah. But it's worth watching. And it's a really cool event, so I'm gonna tweet about it. Yeah. So, anyways, that's. I hear you. I watched different that. philosophies. I watched a bunch of Master Cup. I thought it was super cool. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was my, a... my understanding of Tekken is limited, but right. I'm I'm really hyped for trying it out again. Dude, it it looks so beautiful. It's so we'll, sick. we'll get to that. We'll, yeah, get we'll talk to that. about it. One last bit of nonsense. Um, oh, you actually have another bit of nonsense. Sure. Huh? Uh, Did okay. you hear about how the new? Um, Boob Monster version of DOA <laughs> isn't coming to the West. Do you hear about that? Dead or Alive Extreme, right? Yeah. The volleyball, yeah, whatever, swimming, whatever. Yeah. And with the tan lines, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, like their clothing, their clothes can actually become loose and yeah, stuff they like have that. Tan lines yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not coming to the West, is what is what the news was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were worried about the backlash that it might produce coming out over here. So I mean, that's what they said. My my guess is that they just expected that it didn't, it wouldn't sell that well. Don't, don't you think? I mean, I wonder how well did the the other two sell? I know some of them sold pretty well, actually. Beach but volleyball. Right? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I remember some of them selling well. But why would you? Why would it matter if there were some Twitter outrage if you could get dollars? <laughs> I don't know. That's. I Does think, that seem right? I think they're just worried about a lot of things, so maybe a lot of uh, just noise has 
made them a little bit paranoid about it and stuff like that. Look, obviously we talked about Buttgate last week yeah. and we talked about boobs and Laura and Mika and we were like, uh, like why would they, can you stop making this many boobs, right, and everything like that. For a game like DOA X3, dude, put as many boobs as you want in that game. Yeah. Because that's the whole that's point. That's the entire of, point. That's of the, the whole point. That's why you're making the game, right? Yes. So, like, I don't care if my mom sees me play that. Because if, if I had the game in the first place, I'm already done. Right? Like, it's obvious. Like, you bought it for that I reason. I bought it for yeah, that reason. Not because, like, I'm playing fighting games and here's Laura. Boom, right? So, you know, like, I bought the game for one reason right. only. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, I get it. In that kind of case, you have a very particular audience. <laughs> cater to them. Why right. not? I think that's totally exactly. fine. It's a, it's a different <laughs> question than a sort of broad-based If you want like to buy, If you want to buy DOA X3, more power to you, so. I mean, I, I might call you weirdo, but yeah. it's up to you, man. That's If that's your thing, then that's your thing. I mean, look, DOA X1 and 2... I don't have displayed in my normal collection. I mean, I don't own them at all. So, you know. Um, oh, man. Hey, yeah, I, you like, want to take a break? <laughs> you want to? Uh, on, our, on our last thing, when we did talk about Budgate. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> uh, there were some people who said, who were, you know, doing the little straw man thing that, that people do, where uh, they were like, oh, so you guys don't want sexiness in video games at all. No sexy characters, or something. It was something even, right, right, even right. as vapid as like, oh, if there's a sexy character, then it's not a deep character. Um, but uh, well, that's not our position at all, <laughs> right? I mean, it's not. On, on the one hand, you specifically mention characters like Eno and Biken yeah. as being sexy characters who have like a character right. to them. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like there was like there's some NK characters who are, who are like that as well. NKX characters who are mm -hmm. like that as well. Um, that are like actual like characters, right? But they're sexy. That's fine. If that's the character and it's like a a thing. If it's just like a boob oogling <laughs> session, <laughs> then I'm a little look. I then I don't love it. But if if that's the entire point of that game, uh -huh. then okay, that's fine. Do it. It's it, really it's just that I don't want that in a broad game like Street Fighter Five because I want more players and I don't want them to get turned off by. I don't know, like <laughs> when Viper came out, she was a cleavage monster too. Oh, that's right? true. Right, but you know she was a CIA agent. She had a phone. You found out her son, whatever, blah blah. Sure enough, maybe Laura will come out and be the deepest character Possible. in Street Fighter Five. And I do love Mika's microphone speeches. Oh, for sure. Mika's microphone speeches are amazing, for especially sure. the ones where she like gets confused and doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. But if Laura comes out and all of a sudden is like secretly like doing this for her brother and like has all this stuff, okay. But you know, I mean, it's just Boom. I don't know she just it doesn't strike me as that. But way. she's not gonna be like that. <laughs> she's not gonna be like that. So, yeah, she's not. So, anyway, that's maybe a little bit of a refined position there, comparatively speaking. Yes. Okay, anyways, DOAX3. I mean, look, you, you come out with the game. You have girls in bikinis on the cover. It's rated M for mature. It's, that's another thing, too, is the game would be rated M for mature. Right. So, whatever. Yeah, whatever. I, why do they even keep the clothes on? 
<laughs> I'm serious. That's maybe. actually really... I mean, maybe... Well, I think because a lot of it has to do with the titillation, right? Okay, yeah, I can see that, You yeah. know what I mean? Like, if they're falling like off or loose... Yeah, yeah. Loop, yeah. Uh, like, if it's, like, slipping, then then people be like, oh, I want to play the yeah, game! Sure, okay. You know, I'm sure they'll have camera mode where you can, like, pan it and, like, try to get, you know, all the right, right oh, okay. angles and stuff like that. I can see like that. That, that so. makes sense to me. Yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, you want to take a break? and we come back, we can talk about some more substantial things. Wait, what's the point that I'm missing? Hold on, somebody says I'm missing the point. Says you're what's so the, missing a point. I, I'm happy to talk about whatever the yeah, point is. Yeah, sure, no problem. No problem, so. Sorry, I was a little bit late, by the way. All I had to eat today was three bagels. And my stomach realized that as I was driving to your place. Oh, okay, so okay. So I, I brought... I bought a salad and gotcha, gotcha, a bit of chocolate. Gotcha. Um, what does David not get? I, I don't, don't know. I don't anyway, whatever. Yeah. If it's no big deal, then uh, we can skedaddle. We can take a break and come back and talk about events. Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball was a fun, competitive game. No. Maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe it was. No Nobody of knows. Everybody will. everybody will forever believe that I know now. So. Oh, so did Viper... Did she lose a cup size or something? What happened? Viper lost a cup size? I don't know. Somebody's saying. Friends are saying that. I mean, here's the thing, right? In Street Fighter Four, her first iteration, like the, the cleavage was like really bad texture. And then it was one of her alternate outfits where it actually looked like it was more like actual boobs. Mm. You know, because she also had that weird tie that was like in the weird place. So maybe yeah. that was one of the things too is that there was just something bizarre looking about the original Viper costume. I, I mean, that's true. I studied it a lot, you know, so I was definitely, you know, paying a t very close attention to that as a fan of graphics in video games and stuff like that. What happened? Oh, she got turned around? What happened? I don't know. I don't, I'm trying to figure that out myself. Uh, anyway, all right. Do you want to take a break and come back and yeah. we'll talk about, like... SGB and... And real substantial stuff. That, actual that tournament actually, events. That actually matter and stuff like that, yes. Yeah. Okay, we'll be right back, guys. I'm going to eat salad. Um, somebody asked what Patreon is? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, on the stream chat, yes. Oh, Patreon is a thing that lets you support people who have put profiles on Patreon. You can basically send them money to help them make whatever service or product you like. Right. It's like a Kickstarter for services almost. Like an ongoing know. sort of, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, if you want to, for example, if you donate, um, like if you pledge the $12 amount, we'll analyze a video of yours so that we can actually, right. you know, live, we'd analyze it live. If you pledge $25, we will do a much more detailed analysis you know, we'll break it down and do all these other things. I've actually been thinking about a couple of other benefits. Okay. So someone mentioned something about this. Uh, I forgot who it was. It was a great idea. Who mentioned this? I want to give them credit. But, you know, like how we had Snake Eyes on just recently and such like that. Someone said we should open up a more expensive Patreon tier so that if we get that, 
then we fly people out to come on to our show and stuff like that so we can get people like Ricky Ortiz or, or, wow. or something like that onto our show. That I is a cool idea. That's a really cool one, right? I also was thinking, too, that if they add, to add to the $3 pledge tier, that if they pledge $3, then during one of my random streams where I stream a random game, they get to pick a song that I have to sing on the stream. Mm, that sounds appropriate. If they can find, like, a karaoke version on YouTube or something yeah. like that. And then like that makes that, total yeah. sense. So That might be something we'll do at some point. So. In fact, someone actually donated, like, pledge like five dollars like does this mean i get to pick a song for you to sing on stream and i was like sure give me one yeah. he never responded so. oh that's too bad yeah there you go that's so. too bad well that's patreon you can check ours out i don't know it's patreon.com slash ultra tv mm -hmm. i believe anyway you want to talk about video game tournaments that happened events yes events yes events. so first up do you want to talk about street grand battle uh, sure, let's go there. Street Grand Battle is a tournament that took place in France. In Lyon, France. Good enough. And <laughs> uh, it was Street Fighter 4. Mm -hmm. Also Street Fighter 5, by the way, but Street Fighter tournament. And it had people from all over uh, Europe, of course, uh, as well as a few players from East Asia, and mm -hmm. even a player from South America. Yes. It turned out, yes. which was pretty cool. Uh, so pretty stacked event, and many of those people are also going to be going to DreamHack Winter, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which is coming mm -hmm. up shortly. Which is the last premier event. So the last chance to qualify for the Capcom Cup is this coming weekend. So. Right, right. So it's kind of a preview of that to some degree. Uh, you want to talk about the top eight then? Actually, let's say who was not top eight in... Ninth places were Ryan Hart and Problem X and Human Bomb. Wow. Dang. Two of those are Capcom Cup qualifiers. Yeah, that's right, and Ryan is close behind. Uh, so, a lot of good players were here. Top eight, Melty Will Tupac, C Viper, mm. seventh place. Seventh place, also YP Valmaster with Chun-Li. Seventh, huh? Wow. Seventh place, yeah. <laughs> okay. Fifth, SML Solid Jin Vega. Vega, wow. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I thought he was, looked know. really good. Fifth was MD Luffy Rose. Fourth, BX3 TPL Phenom, mm -hmm. M Bison. Yes. Third place, Kaoma. Kaoma right. Evil from Kaoma Brazil. Kaoma Evil from, yeah, from Brazil, exactly. Then second place was LLL Roy Samaling, I guess, is uh, MBR. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I don't know why. Is that his real name? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know no why idea. it's listed as that. Uh, but anyway, Akuma. Then winner of it was Avery Media Game Review. Mm, okay, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Oh, by the way, someone said six shirt. This was a Teespring shirt. This is the Oni and Akuma. Oh, that's good. I actually went to a restaurant earlier today, and someone saw it and was like, six shirt, bro. It was six. like the guy serving me, right, the, the, like at the register, and I was like, yeah. you play Street Fighter? He's like, yeah, it's Akuma, right? I was like, yep. Sick. So, that's cool. That's cool. Street Fighter is spreading, man. Apparently so. Um, so, Solid Jin Vega. Yeah, I mean, I, I've known of him. You know, he's not... We don't get to see him in mm -hmm. North America very often, but um, so he's like a player who we've heard of. But I hadn't seen him in a long time, and playing against top-level players like that, man, his Vega is really solid. It's really good, and okay. he uses okay. a lot of good stuff that I rarely see other Vegas use. Like, he had a lot of roll stuff. He used roll quite frequently. That's awesome. Okay. And even, like, roll FADC into continuing the combo, which you can do, but it's tough, mm -hmm. and not many people do it. 
So he was getting more damage in more situations and just excellent footsies. I was thumbs up. That's cool because I, I haven't heard. I, I I can't honestly say that I I remember hearing of the name before. But look, Europe always has a bunch of great players, always surprising us. So you know, I'm I'm super glad that, especially someone representing Vega like that. Yeah. So very very cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, but probably the biggest story was Kilma. Yes. Just because. Everyone, look, I got people saying, like, oh, he's going to be free, yeah, like Shushu right. was last year. He got lucky right. when he beat Haitani because Haitani doesn't play as much anymore. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's I, not going to do well when I he even goes saw somebody on our, on our um, Kaoma video. Mm -hmm. Somebody said, I haven't even heard of Haitani, so I, who cares if he beat Haitani? Dang. Yeah, and Combo Fiend is just Babies. a Capcom guy, yeah, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, he Combo Fiend doesn't play. Yeah, right. He just represents, you yeah. know. Yeah. So it, it was it was really good to see validation of the expectation that he was good. I yeah. thought he was good. Yes. And in fact, uh, I was planning on making some wagers <laughs> at Capcom Cup, uh -huh. and I was expecting that my wagers on Kaoma would have significant odds for well, me because who would bet on him he's the brazilian player and i was hoping to make off like a bandit but that's probably well, not gonna happen see now. that's well the problem with it is i think right now as the standings people keep saying the first person he's gonna play is snake eyes yeah and would you really bet against snake eyes uh, i'm not sure that i would bet on him there but i think he's gonna march through losers okay, pretty strongly okay, okay. Yeah. Ooh, I guess we think we know who you think is gonna win between those two. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Look, but I wouldn't be surprised either way at all. I only saw one match, and that was Kaoma versus Luffy because someone linked it to me, right? And it's it's just like we said in the Kaoma video. He uses more things for Abel than I've seen anyone else use. Like he's just doing stuff with Abel that I just don't see a lot of other Abel players yeah. use. That's not what impressed me the most. Okay. The thing that impressed me with the most, and I talk about this all the time, is the facial expressions and the attitude that he had in between rounds and matches. Okay. Like, he would just, like, win, and he would just, like, turn and look at someone and just, like, laugh. He had the smile on his face. Luffy beat him a game, and he just had the smile That's on his true. face. Like, <laughs> that was cool. Right. I love that. I love that. that he, it didn't look like he was like, okay, I'm in Europe. Time to prove myself. Right. Time to prove myself. I gotta show people I can do something. I can. He just looked like he was there, like, hey, I'm gonna beat up on these people. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm going to just do this ultra because I totally know he's gonna backdash. Yeah. yeah. And it's, Sick it's, it's it's awesome stuff. It's it's really great. I, I I think that that attitude will carry him far in Capcom Cup. I already told the story when we did the South by Southwest event, and when I talked to LPN, and the first thing LPN said was. This is amazing. This is crazy. I'm so glad. I'm just honored to be here. And I was like, you're done. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was like, you're done. <laughs> and he didn't do very well, right? right. And that was, that's what I was glad to see from Kaoma. It okay. didn't look like he was feeling that way. You can tell a lot from people from their I facial mean, expressions and their attitude. And I'm stuff with like you. That. So, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a good event. You know, a lot of very strong competitors there. He did look like he didn't know the Akuma matchup. Oh, really? He okay, got ripped okay, up by MBR okay, a couple okay, of times. Okay. And then, you know, Gamer B won it with Elena. He's very yeah, strong. One of the best Street Fighter Four players of all time. Indeed. So what, what can you say? So. Indeed. <laughs> well, cool. Uh, you know, some people didn't make it out to the event. Um, we're worried about uh, 
traveling to Europe, traveling to France in particular, mm-hmm. I suppose, after Paris attacks. Um, it's too bad that they didn't make it out, but I guess I, I'm not going to be too critical about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm going to be excited to see how Kaoma does that DreamHack winter. Me too. That's actually going to be really cool. It's going to be mostly the same people. Nice, nice. I mean, there's a lot more Japanese players, or a lot of them aren't making it because of the attacks. I know some are not making it for sure, mm-hmm. but I don't know if there are others who are going to come. I'm just not sure, right, to be honest. Right. I guess we'll see. Maybe if you know that, then please put it in the chat and, uh, and I'll be happy to say it. Okay, cool. Well, another event that took place, and weirdly enough, we can't find any of the results yeah. online. And this was a big one. We mentioned it briefly earlier, which was Master Cup 8 which was a Tekken 7 tournament, a team tournament five on five. They do this, I mean, this is Master Cup 8, yeah. obviously, and they've done it for various Tekken games. They've yeah. always done this. And 187 teams of five players, 935 people played yeah. in this tournament. Yeah. And not only that, but the production value was really cool. They flew Markman and Spooky out there. Spooky did the English stream. Right, that was awesome. And helped with commentary along with Markman and such like that. I actually watched a significant chunk of this. And it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. I agree. Such a cool event. And let me just say this right now. Tekken 7 is beautiful. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. I mean, you know, we've seen it in person. Right. But it really is very pretty. It's beautiful and... I love that they are doing stuff for presentation. I think that's so important. I've always told the story. Again, people have probably heard this, repeating myself again, but I remember Street Fighter Four, the very first bar fights that Gutex threw a long time ago, one of the exhibition matches. Like, the main card was Combo Fiend versus Edma, Uh right? It was that battle. And, you know, at the time, everybody knows Ken Uppercut FADC into Ultra, does no damage in vanilla. That the, mm. the Shinruken, the second, the last part just did no damage, mm-hmm. right? Someone did uppercut FADC. I mean, Ed did that. He caught Combo Fiend in a comeback, I need a comeback situation. He did uppercut FADC Ultra. Okay. And me watching was like, this isn't going to do any damage. Big deal. It meant nothing. But this crowd of people were like, oh my God. They just got so hyped for it. And I was like, huh. Interesting. People who didn't know the game terribly yeah, well? Yeah, they didn't know the game terribly well, right? But they were there. Okay. Obviously, they were invested. They wanted to see it. Okay. But it just kind of made me realize why Ultras are kind of effective. Yeah. Rufus raised the roof, right. doing all these things. When stuff like that happens, it, like, it doesn't have any impact necessarily on gameplay, but right. you get camera view, and it's exciting. There was one match... Where when a Shaheen was trying to when when um forgot which character it was someone was trying to make a big old comeback on Shaheen, and they were did this comeback and then right at the end they did this punch and Shaheen triggered the the backswing blow mm. and it triggered the slow mo effect mm. of Tekken Seven. Let me tell you, That's the so sh- genius. So slow mo is so amazing. It's so good because you just saw him punch and Shaheen went. Yoink! And then just started doing the spin, yeah. and the commentators were like, "Oh, yeah. oh, oh!" And then it hit, and it killed. It was amazing, dude. It was it was so cool. It was awesome. Yeah, I I love the slow motion it's a, stuff. It's dude. probably the best graphical feature that any fighting game has had in recent times. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm not sure what would have been better. Yeah, it's so smart. 
It's 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 beautiful. Yeah. And you know, I saw it a few times during the and and like there was that one was kind of obvious who was gonna win, but there was some of them where it was really hard to tell whose move was gonna hit. And when it slows down like that, and it just like lengthens the suspense, and then you get the the cathartic KO. It's just it's so good. It's so good. And the game is beautiful. So, and the game is beautiful. Oh, for sure. But again, uh, I don't know if we have any of the results. Oh, it looks like someone's trying to send us the results. Yeah, I clicked on the link. The team that got second place, the team from Osaka, had some really awesome players in there. Um, the player... So there was two Korean teams. Korea won Master Cup 7. And so they were looking to go back-to-back -back here. So there's two Korean teams, and obviously one of the favorite teams was the team that Nii was on. And I saw them, them play against the Osaka team, and there was a player, Nisin, Nisin or Nisin, who was using, um, I think it was Asuka, no, it was Elisa. And he beat Ni, like in this crazy upset. And it was, it was, it was interesting because the, the first player um, did a bunch of damage to the Korean team. Ni came and blew him up. So mm. it was like, okay, here comes Ni, he's just gonna reverse OCV this whole team. But then the Elisa player came up and just bodied him, and it was the end. And it was like, holy crap. That's awesome. Because it's single elimination, by the way. So, right. Yeah. But the thing about it is the other Korean team made it to grand finals to go up against that Osaka team, and uh, the Korean team did win. So I, I guess I have the results, although maybe not the players. Okay. First place was DW Superstar featuring Twitch. Yes, that was team the Korean. number one seventy. Yes, that was the Korean team. Okay, okay. second place was uh, Boku Hakayo. Yes, that was that was that was the hero team right okay, there. Sick. I was rooting for them so sick. badly because they were doing so well. They were the ones that knocked out uh, Nii's team. Oh, so, got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, third place was Mushin Tekken. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Fifth were Resurrection and Subumito Masarun. And then, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's all I got, man. Yeah. There, yeah, there was, there was an all-female team there that oh, did cool. super well as well. Yeah, so, but there was definitely a lot of, lot, it was just really cool to see all those people playing Tekken and to mm. have that kind of, uh, importance you know for that game and and mark said it broke all the records for stream for stream records on ah, the English stream and stuff awesome. like that so i'm super happy i'm super happy about that like i said i mean i just because remember last week we were going through the ftc events and we were like oh master cup 8 the largest tekken tournament ever yeah what why is there not more like word about this yeah. and so i'm really glad a lot of people watched it i saw over 10,000 people. Oh, really? that's stuff. really good. Yeah. I'm happy for so. Tekken. Uh, you know, we also recently talked about which games should be or could be at EVO 2016 mm -hmm. if there were only seven games. And I really want a 3D game to be there. I guess that's got to be Tekken at this point. Mm -hmm. um, just because it feels like it's... It just, it, it's wrong I still, I still yeah. have the feeling of Tekken being one of the major franchises. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, maybe that's not accurate anymore as far as competitive goes, competitive uh, scenes go. But I, I, I guess I'm like from the era where Tekken was big. Right. Yeah. It was a big game. A lot of people played Tekken. Yeah, it was actually kind of sad because the there was no USA team, ah, so wow. USA didn't get a chance to send anybody over there. That's actually a shame. That sucks. 
But, uh, I mean, I've heard that the reason why all these Tekken players don't come out to EVO is because they just don't think U.S. is very good at the game. So there's, like, nothing okay. prestigious about beating up all the Americans. But I still think... Didn't good Bronson get second place, like, two years ago? Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's what I've well, heard. Well, I also heard that Ogawa did not want to come out for Exert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the same right, reason. Right, exactly. But, but he ended up having a good time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With no remorse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I really hope Tekken is there, and I just... Yeah. It, it, just, it, it would feel like a return to normalcy to Right, me. and I, like I said, watching it was really cool, um, especially if you understand the pacing of the game. I, I really oversimplified it on Twitter, but I just really wanted to give Street Fighter players a, a place to start on oh, okay. watch, which is the taking turns concept mm. that L.A. Akira told us about, okay. Virtual Fighter. But... um. Yeah, it's, it's the game is so beautiful, and I heard Tekken Seven is a lot more new player friendly heard that too. and stuff like that. So now is now is the better time than any to get into. And it's one character, not two, like Tag was. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. Yeah, consider that if you will. Anything else? Uh, uh, Team Stickbug was this weekend. Wow, as well. That's some stuff. Awesome anime tournaments that they always have at NLBC. Uh, looks like their Guilty Gear tournament went well again and it looks like the first place was lost soul i'm going in reverse order because this is on challenge <laughs> we don't have the the listings anywhere it's fine so actually i guess i can go the other way yeah either way okay seventh place was diando and hard uh fifth place was a3 and nerd josh mm. uh fourth place was marvist 2 i'm sure that's supposed to be marvisto but uh third place was shine oh. second place d-link's lord knight and first place, as I mentioned, was Lost Soul. Nice. Oh, yeah, that was the fall of DS. He didn't win Alpha 2 again or something like that. Right? Yeah. Okay. I heard about that. Uh, for Blaze Blue, seventh place was Necro Undyne or Undine uh, and Umai Cakes. Fifth place was Flux and Master of Magnet. Fourth place was Sodalik. Third place was Aladdin. Second place again, D-Link's Lord Knight. And first place was Glamorous ADCSL. That sounds like a car. Yeah, it does. Sounds like a car. And then there was also a Uniel tournament oh, that cool. was there. Uh, not that many people entered. Okay. It looks like uh, 11 people entered. So seventh place tied was Zeal and Hardbread. Maybe oh hard bread is the same as that other hard that player because there was that little bread graphic. There. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, fifth place was Flux and Black Leon Oru or Lion Oru. Fourth place was Marvisto. Third place Youthful Arturo. Wow. All right. Second place Soul Kuro and first place Blaze God. Okay. Blaze God. So that was Team Stickbug. Man, Blaze is such a cool name. I know they also had a Hokuto no Ken tournament there and such, but... Go to the Alpha 2. Can you find the Alpha 2 there? Alpha 2, November... No. It might not have been on Team Stickbug. It might have been like... Right, I don't, I don't see it in Challenge. Weekend, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Anyway, Raph didn't win. Yeah. Take been, that. He's been winning. Who the... won? I don't know. I don't know. The only thing I know about that is the picture of DS afterward, hunched over. <laughs> Like really sad in the chair. Yeah, that's all. Some people put it with sad Keanu and stuff. Like <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that's all. Um, okay. Uh, Northwest Majors Drop Zone uh, happened this weekend. Again, we don't have a lot of the results there, but that was a Smash specific tournament there. 
uh, in Northwest Majors. That's the group that obviously runs the Northwest Majors, but this one was specifically for Smash Brothers. Sweet. Event, so. But uh, also this weekend was Topanga A-League finished up. Yes. And we have the results, we have the winners and Indeed. everything like that. Uh, I have the six players who are in that event. And the rankings in sixth place goes to Capcom Cup qualifier, Dacio! Sweet. Seth and DiCaprio, huh? Yep. In fifth place... This is actually really funny. We'll talk about this in a little bit. Okay. But uh, Capcom Cup qualifier, Nemo! Nice. Fourth place, Capcom Cup qualifier, Kazunoko! In third place, Capcom Cup qualifier, Momochi! Second place, Capcom Cup qualifier, Bonchan! And first place, none other than Mr. The Beast, Daigo Umehara! Also Capcom Cup qualifier. Yay! There you go. I don't know why I clapped. Well, yeah, I was I just running moved. with it. I I'm not sure. I have no idea. So. Um, so what? The reason why that was interesting yeah. is because let's look at the top five, right? Okay. Let's take Dashio out of the equation. Right? Uh -huh. Who did Nemo name as his top five? Was it exactly those five players? Yes. That's, that's very interesting. <laughs> it's exactly those five players. Umahara-san, Banchan-san, Momochi-san, Kazunoko-san, and Nemo-san. So there you go. That's cool. Yeah. How about that? So Nemo... Dude, so, all I will say, though, is that the tiebreaker... Dude, they really need to do something about that tiebreaker system. Because, again, it was based on head-to-head -head matchups, not on games differential. Yeah. So the top four players were all tied with three and two. They were all three and two. And, in fact, Kazunoko had the best game difference at plus seven. Yeah, because he murked Daigo 7-0. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I mean, I haven't seen... Right. You know, it was on Nico, so I haven't watched it, but I heard the results. Yep. And um, he got fourth. He was fourth yeah. out of the top... The tied fourth play players, even though he had the best game differential record because the head-to-head -head matches Weird. are what made the difference. That's super so. strange. But Daigo Umahara-san won, and apparently he did really well against Momochi and then like it was revealed that he's been studying mm -hmm. the Ken matchup a bunch. I Again, I haven't seen the matches and such, so but apparently Daigo did super well and people are saying that Daigo Momochi match was like one of the greatest matches in recent oh, really? memory. Okay. So cool. uh, hopefully I'll be able to get a chance to watch it at hopefully some point so. in time. So. Can, can you scroll down just a little bit here? It's, what else is going on here? Yeah. Okay. Um, I just wanted to see what, oh, okay, what, was, okay. what was there. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, but they said in order to settle, so this is on Shoryuken.com, in order yeah. to settle the four-way tie, overall records of the head-to-head -head matchups for each of the involved players are compared. Umahara and Bonchan have a record of 2-1 and one between those four players, and uh, while Momochi and Kazunoko had a record of 1-2. and two. Thus, Umahara and Bonchan take the top two ranks, but Umahara defeated Banchan in their head-to-head, -head. Mm. so Daigo got first, and Momochi defeated Kazunoko in their head-to-head, -head. so Momochi got above Kazunoko. I don't know, man. It's so confusing. So the point was that four of the six players were three and two. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Nemo was two and three, and yeah. Dashio was one and four, so, right. you know... All pretty close, though. They yeah, I, I would expect them to be close. So okay. Daigo Umahara took it, though. So yeah, a lot sweet. of people are saying he looks primed and ready to go for Capcom yeah. Cup. 
yeah. exciting to see how he does there. So. I, I saw that he that he thought that his just natural gameplay would make it through Kasunoko, but he said he was wrong and he has to study up on that. Oh, interesting. Because remember, that's kind of what he said about Snake Eyes last year for Capcom Mm. Cup. Because when people asked him, are you worried about Snake Eyes? He was like, it's just Zangief. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So we'll see what happens. Yeah, all right. Okay, so... Is that it for results? For past events, yes. Yes. For upcoming event news... um, Axis Games is actually announcing a pretty large-scale Air Dasher anime tournament uh-huh. for February 28th. So I know a lot of the guys who are at Axis, they, they love the FGC. Yeah. They've done the all-Axis stuff, which Joshua has streamed from the Axis headquarters and such like that. I was there for the Uniel one that they did last year and stuff like that. Well, actually, for earlier this year. So it was actually really, really cool stuff. Um, apparently, they're going to try to do one with Blaze Blue. Um, uh, Chrono Phantasma Extend, Guilty Gear Exert Sign, and Undernight in Birth. They're going to have an overall pot of $5,000. Oh, wow. So cool. um, it's supposedly scheduled at fe- on February 28th at the UC- at UCI. Oh, cool. And so, um, yeah, so it's really cool to see them getting involved as well. So, And this is why it's important for a lot of tournaments to succeed like this, because the more tournaments that succeed and the more it seems like that you know, the, the pop bonuses help. Everybody will start contributing. Fine. You'll be able to go, hey, it's worth it to put this yeah. pop bonus in there for for publicity and stuff like that. So there you I'm go. I'm with you. Yeah, that, that's very cool. Yeah. At UC Irvine. <laughs> Somebody put up a, a GIF huh, of uh, Daigo vs. Momochi. Uh-huh. You can see it in the chat. Oh, okay, okay. okay. And part of it is... is him controlling Momochi in the corner, and Momochi tries to jump out, and Daigo does close stand roundhouse with Evil Ryu, you know, like the axe right, right, thing. Uh, uh-huh. I didn't even know this. It counter hit, and then he juggled with EXDP. I had it no was idea. A soft knockdown. Yeah, I guess. The first hit on a counter hit was a soft knock. What the hell? I've never seen that before. Yeah, I, I can't <laughs> say that either. Okay. Um, yeah, deal with it. Uh, we can talk about, so they just announced all of the, a bunch of Capcom Cup information. Uh, Capcom Cup, for example, they, they talked about how the prize money was going to be distributed, but they also mentioned that the event is going to be a one-day event. They released the schedule. They have analyst desk scheduled. Yeah, I saw Super that. Super excited about that, yeah. Um, but it is going to be one day on Sunday. And getting from 32 to 16 will be 2 out of 3. And then right. it'll be 3 out of 5 from there. And there will be 2 streams. Right. So that's the only way they... I think it's that 2 streams sense. up to the top 16. And then from there it should be 1 stream on. So, I mean, look, it went from 16 to 32 players. It's going to be tough to get it as as full fleshed out as a lot of people want. I know a lot of yeah. people are going to be upset about that. but Well, you know, I... I... I saw on Reddit and Gaff, et cetera, people talking about this a little bit, the, the two out of three mm-hmm, until mm-hmm. Top, six, top 16, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, uh. And they were saying, look, at, at majors all over the world, that's the standard. Right. Until uh-huh. you get to top eight, not top 16, mm-hmm. right? So this is better than every other major. It's not, it's not perfect, but, you know. It's, yeah, I mean, you, you got into Capcom Cup playing these events that all started two out of three and ended up three yeah. out of five only in top eight. So 
you know, the only thing is that I get people wanting to see more than potentially just four games of whoever their favorite player right, is. Right. I get that. Um, but it didn't seem like people were that upset about it. Okay, so. okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, that's the, that's the format they've been playing to get this far. Uh, you know, and like, they, like you said, top 16 is better than top 8. Yeah. So, But it should be super exciting. I'm, I'm really stoked for it. It's like 12 hours scheduled for Street Fighter, like just to go straight through Sick. and stuff like that. So, You know, I remember last year they were, they were a little bit worried about having continuous Street Fighter the whole time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, without breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess they... I guess they came around on that. You know, they want to have a lot of video games going on, which yeah. is great. Yeah, and plus, I mean, there is going to be a little bit of breaks, but obviously it's going to be the analyst desk, so it's going to be really cool because yeah. we can analyze it and talk about stuff. I'm assuming we get to be on the analyst desk. I don't desk. even know, to be honest, yet. <laughs> I'm just guessing. <laughs> I actually have no idea. We're we should on. probably figure that out. Yeah, I know, exactly. Uh, so. But, all right, shout-outs to... Having a desk anyway, you know? Yeah. That, that, that phenomenon started like two months ago. <laughs> you know? With, right. Um, who was it? It was uh, Absolute Battle and then... And, uh, they did it for Marvel at And then Unicon. at Unicon and same weekend we did it at Canada, Canada Cup. Cup and then now it's a thing. So. Right. All right, cool. That's but awesome. Again, first place, 125000 Second place, 60000 Third place, 25000 All pre-tax, but you know... <laughs> Uh, what does it say? What the rest is? Uh, probably if I actually go uh, the to actual the Capcom link. Cup site, let's see this. Ah, uh, indeed it does. Yes. So fourth place will be fifteen thousand, fifth and sixth place will be ten thousand each, and seventh and eighth will be five thousand each. That's pretty good because once it gets down to third through eighth, the drop off isn't significant, isn't as significant. Yeah, I think that's great. I just really wish it was a bigger than top eight payout. I really do. I mean, I get that in order to, in order to have been here, in order to have made it to Capcom Cup, you have won money, <laughs> right? Okay. I mean, you have you, you either won a premier event that was twenty thousand bucks or whatever, or maybe not for first place, ten thousand. I don't know who knows. Mm-hmm. Or you just entered enough tournaments and did well enough that maybe you got a little bit of dough. Right. Maybe right. not a ton. Maybe you got eighth place in every tournament and you didn't get a lot of money, but. You know, I just anyway. The point is, I really wish more players were supported by this. I really wish it was not, you know, one hundred twenty-five thousand for first place. That it was one hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifteen, right? And, and just, give like a thousand dollars to like the next five people or something yeah, like exactly. that. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. my only criticism. I hope that it gets there. Yeah, I mean, the hardest part is that as a, as a burgeoning kind of tournament right now. It's good to make the first place seem as I get good as it. possible, I get it. you know. So hopefully, but if it generates more interest, so maybe next year it'll be more than that. Who Hope knows? So. Who knows? So they did say they're going to have announcements for Capcom Cup next year right. at this Capcom Cup. So implying that there will be one. Yeah. So we'll find out what's going on there. Sweet. Okay. We don't know anything. Yeah. Fact. <laughs> we just make Capcom World Warrior videos. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, we basically show up to this location and we watch we watch uh, on our monitor that you guys can't see that's just the red uh-huh. screen. Um, we watch the videos and then we take a little bit of notes and then we fire it up and we record it and then we send it over to Capcom and then that's yep. basically it and that's yep. that's the entirety of our. Of our uh, involvement with, uh, yeah, uh, with Capcom Cup exactly, so. so far. 
Uh, also, so uh, you guys remember that KI has a Killer Instinct World Cup. Yes. Uh, that will be taking place on January 30th through 31st in San Antonio, Texas. Right. But one of the cool things is that they're actually adding like a little art gallery thing to it. To the actual event, kind of like how Evo has an art gallery oh, in there and stuff like that. So they're actually going to have a Killer Instinct themed art gallery there. I think that's just super that's cool. That's great. So I just figured I'd bring that up because yeah. that's always a really... I, I love video game art. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I love that stuff. So For sure. Very, very cool. So I, I like that a lot of tournaments are doing that now. Mm -hmm. I think that's very smart. Um, so that's uh, it, you know a little bit further in the future. As for coming up this weekend yeah. events... Yeah. Obviously, the big one coming up this weekend is DreamHack Winter right. 2015. That's actually going to be running Thursday through Sunday. Uh, but there's a lot of games there. There's a lot of games oh, there. Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, Ultra Street Fighter 4, however, uh, apparently is run on the 28th, which is Saturday. Mm. Remember, that's Europe time. So, sure. you know, adjust for time differences. But, uh, yeah, that's going to be taking place. That's going to be streamed on... Twitch.tv slash DreamHackFighters. And there's also going to be a lot of Smash there as well. So Super Smash Brothers Melee, which has a $30,000 prize pool for singles and doubles. Ultra oh, Street Fighter 4 has 15000 prize pool there. Um, but Smash Brothers Melee doubles will be on the Thursday. And then Friday will be Melee singles. And Saturday will be Melee singles top 8 and doubles top 4. Cool. So Street Fighter will be streamed on DreamHack Fighters. And um, Smash will be streamed on DreamHack Smash. Got so it. There you go. So definitely check that out. That should be exciting. And again, the final Capcom Cup premiere spot. We will know who the 32th person... 32th? You know, it happens. It happens. 32nd player is going to be uh, at Capcom Cup yeah. after this weekend. You know, a lot of people are already making brackets, right? <laughs> And I just, I haven't wanted to get involved in that yet without being sure about it. Mm -hmm, without mm -hmm. the, like Capcom being like, here's what the bracket is. Right, right, exactly. I don't know. I mean, you can make educated guesses, of course. Mm -hmm. but. They went with points last year. Right, so. yeah. Okay, also coming up this weekend is NGU Santiago, which is taking place in Santiago Centro in Chile uh, at Los Herores. I don't even know how to say Herores. that in Spanish. Herores Station. Uh, this will be streamed on twitch.tv slash f2gcl as well as twitch.tv slash versus cl. And this is going to have Ultra Street Fighter 4, Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3, MKX, KI, KOF 13, Super Smash Bros. Wii U, Tekken Tag 2, and Guilty Gear Exert. Solid lineup. Yeah, so big tournament coming up there, so definitely check it out. Uh, never NGU stands for Never Give Up, Never Give Up Santiago. Keep in mind, Chile won as many Evos this year as the USA did, so you might want to keep your eye on uh, on that tournament. There's going to be some solid players. That's true. Well, and, that's, I, that's accurate. No, no, it's absolutely true, but uh, apparently K-Brad is going to be there. Oh, sick. Yeah, so K-Brad is going to be a special guest over there, so... Alright, also this weekend in Mikado in Shinjuku, Tokyo at the Takata no Baba Game Center. They're going to have their weekly Guilty Gear Exert Revelator tournament there. Also, once again, streamed on Jonio-san. I know we mentioned it last week, so just assume that it's going there every week. Cool. And then also Super Smash Sundays, which they've been running here in SoCal, um, taking place at Cal Poly Pomona again. 
That's going to be on twitch.tv slash teamoxy and twitch.tv slash teamoxy2. That's going to be Smash Brothers Melee, singles and doubles, and Smash Brothers Wii U, singles and doubles. So that's this weekend. Not a huge amount of events, not like it was last week where there was a ton of stuff. So. All right, all right. Well, What games did U.S. win? At what games did we win? Uh, Mortal. Didn't we win KI as well? That was won by Rico, wasn't it? That sounds right. Did we win Mortal Kombat? Oh, Sonic Fox won it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I believe you. I believe you're right about KI. Was it? Did was Rico the winner? I think so. Someone in their chat says yes. Okay. So yes. So Rico won. Yeah, Rico won. Sweet. So so, but there was two Chilean winners or only one? Yeah, Marvel Three and Smash Wii U. Smash Wii U. That's right. Of course. Duh. Zero. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Oh, dude, we'll we'll get to KI in just a little bit. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got we'll stuff. Get, we'll get to KI. But All right. Cool. Do you want to do game news now, or do you want to take a break? What do you want to do? Uh, let's take a break. I'm gonna mix the salad up and then uh, get a few <laughs> bites in my mouth. You're gonna toss a salad right now. That's right. All right. As soon as I can. In the break, as soon as we cut away. Like groceries. Camera, right? Okay. All right. Be right back, guys. I really like salad, actually. Um, and I don't know if this happens to you, but if I have like one of one kind of food, like too much, if I have mm-hmm. too much of it, then like my, my body needs to have whatever the opposite is. Huh. Does that happen to you? So like today all I had was, was bagels, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's just bread, which is tasty, mm-hmm. but that's all I had. So my stomach was like, David, you gotta have green stuff. And sometimes I'll just get bags of kale. And just eat the kale, just like chips. When I when I feel like that, that doesn't happen to you. No, I mean it kind of does, but my f- food groups are usually meat and not meat. <laughs> so if I ate a bunch of bread, I just want meat. If I eat a bunch of salad, I just want meat. <laughs> actually, to be honest with you, if I eat a lot of meat, then actually I I want pasta. You like pasta a lot. I love pasta. Every restaurant we go to, I get spaghetti. You get either spaghetti or, like, it's always noodles. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. Sometimes I get, like, a French dip sandwich or something like right. that. It's not always noodles, but it's right, often, right. it's usually noodles. Yeah, yeah. I, I, dude, wheat is, like, my favorite thing. I love bread. Like I, like I said, I, I sniff bread like, like it's cocaine or something like that. Like, I will buy, like, bread... And I will just hold the bread up to my nose and just, like, inhale the bread in my nose. Like, I don't actually inhale it, but I just love the smell of bread. Well, I like bread, too. Bread smell. So but good, I'm so. not sure I'd do that. Yeah. Anyway, what's what's going on in the world of Game news. Games? Game news. All right. Game news. Game news. Yes, bread addict. For sure. <laughs> okay. Um, I, got, I got pie at home. I have a homemade pie at home. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back home. There's gonna be dude. You fresh, always have a pastry at home. Fresh homemade you have pie. always dude. One time we came here to do the World Wars of Ultra Chip. You brought like a cranberry dessert. Yeah, I was like, here's leftover cranberry pie. Yeah, because the the creator didn't think it was very good. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> tastes fine to me. So yeah, it's true. Dude, pastries are amazing. So. But um, basically, uh, Capcom announced that 
I mean, they kind of hinted at it. I mean, there's no surprise. So they announced that there's going to be those six new characters, right? But they've announced that they're definitely going to keep trying to make more characters after that. There's a second round of characters they plan to make. And, you know, they're hoping it's going to be so successful that Ono said that he would like to support the game for, like, five years. At least five years, you know? Ultra Street Fighter 4 lasted, what, seven? Oh, Street Fighter it'll, 4 it'll lasted... It'll be about seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. seven and a half, so it won't be a surprise, you know. And, and, and that's the nice thing about it, is because that they've already promised, and hopefully they fulfill this promise, you have a little bit of salad on the side of your mouth over here. There you go. Thanks, James. No, a little bit more. Okay, there you go. There you go. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm there for you. Thanks, I'm dude. There for you. But, um... um since they said that you're never going to buy it, let's say the game comes out and let's say it's not fun. Like a lot of people are like, oh, this is too simple or whatever like that, right? They'll just ch tweak it. They'll change it. And you'll never have to buy a new disc. That's what they said. So you'll never have to buy I it. think that's great. I, I mean, I, I would want them to support the game for a long time. I, I That's the kind of time frame that I think... It, like any any serious fighting game, I, I think really deserves that much time. I mean, mm -hmm. think about how much SF4 has changed. Think about how much Third Strike changed. Think about how much ST changed. Any game that has been out for a long time changes in interesting ways. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I always think it's too bad when developers have you know two-year product cycles or even a year in some cases, some mm -hmm. some games. Um, that always seems way too fast to me. So I, I would like it if it were five yeah, years. It wasn't like Rise of the Incarnates. Like they're shutting down the server of that already. And that oh, was yeah, like just at Evo. Like, hey, here's this new fighting game coming out. But, you know... I heard like it's not doing well. Or I don't remember if they're shutting the servers down think, or something like that. It was wasn't that nominated for fighting game of the year on the video game awards? I believe it was. Anyways, uh, next thing, I'll, honestly, obviously, you can order Street Fighter Five pre-order on PC right now for less than fifty dollars. Mm -hmm. They also have these crazy packages, one at GameStop that absolutely saves you no money whatsoever. But you know, it comes with the Chun Li stick, so mm. you know. You basically pay for the ability to get that stick because that stick is really hard to come by right now. Yeah, that's so. true. But it comes with a lot of cool things in there so as well. So, um, Yeah, there's the Steelbook edition that's coming out in Europe that looks really nice. It does look very nice. Anyways, I want to get to the one that I really want to talk about here. Do it. Killer Instinct just announced a new patch that is going to alter their HUD. Okay. And this is the greatest thing ever because this is what I've wanted since the beginning. I am, I suspect you're being serious, but I need confirmation. I am being 100% okay. serious. And in fact, I want to secretly believe one of the reasons why Keats put this in here is because I talked to him specifically about okay. this. When a combo is broken, it will show you which auto double they used and which breaker you put in there. Oh, uh, that is smart. That is smart. When you get that is smart. a lockout, the lockout now is a big red X that fades slowly so you see the time of the lockout. And the lockout symbol will change depending on what kind of lockout it was. It'll actually, I don't remember the symbols, like show you a clock. If you did it at the wrong timing, it'll be an exclamation mark. If you did it with the wrong strength, huh. All these stuff like that, right? So they're going to add the reversal display. So if you do a reversal, the reversal will show up, right? Yeah. So yeah, the combo breaker strengths, they'll actually show you which one the guy did to successfully break it. The lockout timer will show up. The lockout strength, they'll show you, like, yeah, see, there's an L, an M, and an H for the lockout. Yeah, you hit the wrong one. There's a clock. There's an exclamation mark on there. That is really smart stuff, I have to say. 
And check this one out. If you are hit during the recovery of one of your moves, it will say punishment on screen. So if you get something blocked and then you attack back and you hit them before they recover, it will say punishment. So you know it wasn't that they just didn't block, it was that you caught them out of the recovery of their move. This is a first huh. for fighting games, and I think it is so cool. That is, that's a really interesting idea. I'm really, I'm I really uh, think that's surprised really cool. and impressed. I think that's very cool. This, like, okay, so there was times at the run back, I would actually commentate Killer Instinct, right? This makes me want to commentate it so much more. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. this is such a key thing for viewers. Because not only will viewers be able to see what's going on a lot more, but even the commentators will be able to be like, oh, like sometimes they break it before you even see a move come out because they just guessed. And you're like, oh. Right. But now if you see it, you'll be like, oh, he did this, a medium one and it got broken. Oh, he, that's the same one he did three right. times yeah, in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or if you see a lockout, it'll be like, oh, he got locked out with light. He's done light too many right. times. You know, you just get so much more information. You understand what the strategy of the game is a lot more. I actually honestly think that's super cool. Like it, it is. really makes me want to like commentate the game. Again. I, I think I'm not kidding when I say I think that's really interesting. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. I mean, Ki is going to be coming out for PC in. I don't know. Is it announced? I don't. I don't remember. Early don't, next year. Yeah, I don't think so. Certainly. So. But um, but it's going to come out before season three. So it's going to be a title 2.12 update. Okay. And uh, I don't think they have a date for it just yet. Okay. But again, I, I just think that this is so important because we had talked about the Tekken thing, the slow motion, how much that adds to the viewer experience, right? Yes. This is why I love this change so much because it's going to add so much more to the viewer experience. Not only that, it's going to make the game a lot easier to understand if you pick up and play it. Right. If you're a PC player and you go and play it and you see what their combo breakers that you failed on and stuff like that, you can start processing patterns. If you have don't recognize the medium attacks and you keep breaking, it's like, medium, you failed, medium, you failed, medium, right. you failed. Well, this guy just does nothing but mediums and you'll know to break it that way. It'll just help you reading the patterns and stuff like that a lot better. That sounds cool, man. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm super excited about it. So, uh, so it comes out in March. Uh, according to the chat, oh, okay, uh, season okay. three on PC, of course, mm -hmm. and you know we've been saying this. We I expect the scene to grow once mm -hmm. it's on PC. Certainly, I'll give it a try. I imagine a lot of people will at least try it. Yeah. Um, and if you can do anything to make it more approachable, then that's fantastic. It's mm -hmm. a good time for it to happen. So that that's cool. Yeah. So Smart. lots of good stuff coming for that. So I, I'm super hyped for that. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. Um, also, right. another game I'm super hyped for, Guilty Gear Exert Revelator, has been announced that it is coming to North America in spring okay. 2016. So, if it comes out at that time, God, finally they're releasing it in America at a time that's not weird for Evo. <laughs> that's true, yeah. God! That's true. You know, uh, like Persona last year and everything mm. like that, right? So, if it comes out in spring in time, that means for sure Revelator will be the version we would play at Evo if it makes it at Evo. I'm super, dude, I wish it was spring now because I want my hands on that Johnny. So yeah, Seriously, yeah. I'm super excited. Again, Guilty Gear Exert, Revelator, heading to North America in spring. And um, that's not even that far after the Japanese release, I believe. So, yeah, within the time frame that they placed on the Japanese huh. release, too. So that's actually super cool. That is very cool. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward to Dizzy being in there and trying Dizzy. Oh, that's right. She was the one that won, right? She is. Yeah. Now, they did announce that Exert Sign is coming to PC, I think it was. Oh, right. Yeah, so hopefully um, it'll get upgraded to Revelator soon or something like that. So. <laughs> Man, I feel like that is a must-buy for me. <laughs> Chinese food chef lady is best wife. Jam, jam, jam kurarberi. Yeah. But yeah, I just, I want to support them making games for the PC. Yeah. I just, I feel like that's worth it monetarily to give them whatever it is. Yep. Also, we talked about this a long time ago, the Nessica cabinet at uh, Round 1 Arcades, right? So in SoCal, so Blaze Blue Central Fiction, which is the latest update, which added 9 and a bunch, you know, as a playable character and all stuff, just came out in Japan. Thanks to the Nessica system, round one here in Puente Hills in Southern California has it. It's like the first time ever that a game like that has come out in Japan and we've had it like right. at the same time. So if you're in SoCal, if you're traveling to SoCal and you really want to check out this new version, head to round one in Puente Hills. Hopefully this means it'll show up at a bunch of other mm -hmm. uh, round ones as well. But shout outs to digital distribution systems. Yeah, that is very nice. That, that is very nice. That to happen, so. Um, Tager looks kind of cool in that version. You, you know you know his, his air half circle back, you know, the, he sort of goes like this. Well, anyway, he has that move. Okay. And it used to just end like, it, it was a combo ender. Mm -hmm. um, but now he can continue moving in the air the It wasn't the elbow drop, was it, or...? No, no, it's not. Oh, okay, that's, okay, okay. Um, and, it, you know, I think that's kind of cool. He has a new move. Gadget Finger got nerfed, though, which kind of sucks. Mm, okay. Dude, I've just seen so many videos of, like, though. the most ridiculous optimized combos that everybody can kill, like, 100% in, like, perfect setup situations. So, yeah, I'll be curious to see how that game is going to go. So. <laughs> But yeah. it's cool though. It's super cool. So definitely check that out if you get a chance. So if you're in SoCal, so obviously it's very unfortunate one area out of this entire country. Yeah, right. You know, but hopefully, like I said, support it if you're in SoCal, and that'll encourage round ones at other locations to right. get it as well. So ah uh, yes. Ah uh, yes. Ah uh, yes. Right. So they released a new promo for a game that will be on display at the PlayStation Experience, mm. and that is King of Fighters 14. Yeah. In true PlayStation Experience, which will be coming out with PlayStation, not one graphics, but PlayStation 2 graphics. So. Hey, just after the PS4 announced that you're going to have PS2 compatibility, just in time for a KOF 14. <laughs> Uh, it, it, it's looking better. It is looking better. From build, it's every trailer, it's looking a little bit. In fact, someone actually put in a little interesting um, a video comparison. And there was actually a video where someone sleuthed something out that when, like, Kyo did, like, some fire move, like, the background turned to look like a select screen, so it almost oh. kind of revealed how many characters are going to be in there. But um, it looks a little bit better, but I'm going to tell you right now, the latest trailer, so they just revealed another trailer, and Andy Bogard was showed up as a character. They confirmed uh, Jail, uh, Chang, and such like that. The animation of the game is really wonky. You play it? The an okay, yeah, let's just let's, let's play it on here. So... Uh, let's do this screen capture... Yoink. There we go. 
Don't forget to mute it. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> Just in case, right? Okay, so. Do, 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 yeah, we're getting it set up. Uh, yes. All right, here we go. So, boom, here we go. All right. HD, King of Fighters, baby. It's a great flavor for this. <laughs> yeah, it does look a little bit nicer. Dude, I want to make sound effects, but it's just so hard watching this. Oh. <laughs> That's my sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Playable at the Playable. PlayStation Experience. Well, then I'll definitely be trying it once we go to when yep. we go to uh, the Capcom Cup because it'll sure. I guess it'll be there. Yeah, yeah. that's that's look. Cool. It it does look a little bit better. The background is still weird looking. The the floor still looks like it's not really there. So the hardest thing to do when you go from a two D game to a three D transition, right? And this is all generated from. This has all been made very obvious thanks to Guilty Gear Exert. Mm is that most of the time when you draw characters, especially, like, think about comics, think about graphic novels. You draw them in ridiculous poses, and they're stretched, and in fact, the view that you're drawing them, if you actually had them as real humans, they just look deformed like like ridiculous. Yeah, that happens sometimes, yeah. Right? So... There's that very famous thing where Sin does his super, then eats the food, and mm. then the super kills the guy, and the camera pans around Sin, right. and his, his face, face is so just weird. like flattened like this way, just to make it look right. Uh -huh. So the hardest thing about going from 2D to 3D is that that is one of the problems, is that you create this model, and the models are very rigid. So what they said about the Guilty Gear models is they designed them so that they were very stretchable. So like May is tiny short character. She has the wind pose where she's like, yay, and you see it from the top angle. And they showed a picture of what she looks like from the front, and she's like as tall as Faust. <laughs> like they had to like uh, like stretch her to get that angle to look right. Yeah. And that's the problem that I don't like about the way the game looks right yeah. now. Everything looks stiff. It's yeah, not dynamic team. enough. It's not stretched out enough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Marvel 3 did a great job with that. You know, they, they get everyone in dynamic poses and stuff like right. that. In fact, Marvel 3 is one of the best ones. That was one of my complaints about Injustice is that everyone just looks the same when they punch and kick and stuff like that. Right. So I'm worried about that aspect from KOF 14, but hopefully hopefully it'll get better. You know, it, it, it is looking a little bit nicer now than it, than it did a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. The worst part about it is that Arxis isn't even hiding their tech. They literally have like talks and articles like here's how we did it. Yeah. And like so you could totally copy it. You know what I mean? Like I guess it's just a lot of work. So I imagine it is. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't KOF thirteen built off three D models and then they turned them into sprites? I think so. Yeah, yeah that's what I had heard. Yeah, so me too. it's too bad they didn't keep I mean that's a lot of work still. I imagine it is, yeah. That's still a lot of work. Very pretty game so. though. Yeah. Very good looking uh, game that was. I am a in a weird twist Ooh, of this news, is cool. um a game has going to come out with its final update as they call it and that is Dive Kick. Dive Kick is coming out with the latest update and they are adding a guest character to it. It is the fencer from Nidhog. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The fencer from Nidhog. 
looks cheap. Yeah, sort of. Because he can throw his sword. But he can drop the sword or else he has to pick it up. I'm not 100% clear on how it works, but he doesn't always have the sword. Oh, are you going to play it? Yeah, let's just play it here. So there you go. Nidhogg, a fencer, joins. And yeah, it's just really interesting how that's going to be. But right now, Dive Kick is out for a discounted price. And like they said, this is going to be the final update. So guest character of Nidhogg. And it's funny that they even did this as a parody of Smash Brothers too. Fencer joins the battle. Yeah. <laughs> so look at that. He's got a projectile. Yeah, he does. He does. And then you can hit above his head. Yeah, yeah. Character looks super cheap. good. But it looks like, like you said, he really has to keep the sword on him. Right. Somehow. I like how his foot meter here is just this. Like, that made me laugh. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't notice that. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. That's very, that's very cool. For edition, edition, yep. Nidhogg guest character. I so. think it's it's just five bucks right now. It's in fact it says right there four dollars ninety nine cents. Yep. So if you're interested, here's a, a good permanent time. price reduction. So there you go. Oh, wow. there you go. So that's cool. Um, I, he looks like a like a cool character. I had no idea that they were still planning to release anything for that. Game, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised. So. Yeah, same here. But very cool. cool though. Very yeah. cool. So yeah, I saw tweets from them earlier today. They were saying that uh, a lot of people were in ranked. Mm, you know, really? a lot of people were playing dive gig. Yeah, that's, oh, that's great. That's, that's great. Cool. If, it, that's cool. if it helps resuscitate the game, then that's okay. fantastic. Uh, also, um, Skullgirls, Annie, a character who was never playable, but she was one of the votable characters, very popular amongst people who are familiar with Skullgirls lore. She's going to become one of the guest characters in Indivisible if the game gets funded. Ten days left. I think they're like yeah. three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars short right now. Yeah, so hopefully they can get there in time. Um, so yeah. So Annie, uh, you know, from Lab Zero game in a Lab Zero game, not a surprise. Yeah. They actually just announced that they got made a deal with Way Forward that they could put Shantae in as a right. That character. was cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. I've played all the Shantae games. They're actually really good. So I've played one and I thought it was fun. Yeah, so. lots of lots of fun fun stuff. So. And then the, I guess it was that, like that Smash clone game, that 8-bit Smash clone game, Rivals of Aether. Um, they, a new patch came out, adds a new character, developer mode, and more. Cool. So definitely check that out. If you want to learn more about the game, check it out at RivalsofEther.com. And of course, that is A-E-T-H-E-R, Ether.com. Cool. So, yep. So that's all the game news that I have coming up. All right. Um... Want to talk about some community news, which reminds me, look at me. Ooh, look yeah, you're going to keep on top of it? Yeah, I'm gonna look at, yeah, that's right. I like being on top of things. So here we go. Oops, not quite. Ah, I'm messing up. There we go. Ah, yes, okay. Community. Fantastic. All right, what do you got? Uh, infiltration was recognized by the Korean Esports Association for his international accomplishments as a fighting game player. So there was this Kespa award show ceremony and Infiltration right. got, a dro a, got a, he won an award there. So he's won a, won a Kespa award. Yeah, I think that's part. awesome. 
Yeah, that's awesome to recognize them and such like that. Yeah, so. fighting games there are obviously on the back burner compared to other games, mm -hmm. League, StarCraft, etc. But very cool that they did that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, Kespa. Yep, shout-outs to Infiltration. Uh, this is also your weekly reminder that the Guilty Gear Crash Course from Novril Tataki still churning out those videos, man. I mean, once a week. It's really yeah, impressive it's awesome. stuff. This week he explains uh, the, the whole game around grounded throws in Guilty Gear. There's a lot to it, like the the like how why they're so important and option selects and stuff like that. So and you know even in the game they try to teach you the different option selects. Like you do it with punch to do anti air right. and throw. You do it with kick because it's usually faster, etc., etc. So lots of good stuff there. And then also weekly reminder that Lord Knight continues to write articles and That's lots right. of nice lot, lot of cool things. Um, so the latest one that he has that you can find on Shuriken.com is five things to think about if you want to do well at tournaments. So he's giving you some advice on how to that's perform cool. at tournaments. That's a, that's a really cool series. I'm, I'm happy that they do that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And obviously Lord Knight, lots of experience himself, lots of Lord great Knight. success. So, <clears throat> um, This was actually kind of neat. So they're releasing something called the Street Fighter II Definitive Soundtrack Remaster. And which is some people have actually gone and taken the original CPS1 sounds, the songs, and remastered them to sound as clear and crisp as possible. Huh. And in fact, uh, the artist Yoko Shimomura has, uh, has given approval of it and, like, you know, has, and says, you know, she likes what they did with it and really? stuff like that. So you can actually check this out on the website for. Uh, I guess it's a band camp, so you can go to store.bravewave.net and you can check out some of the, the um, huh. previews and stuff like that. Like, I listen to some of the previews. Like, it's like super clear crystal sounding, like CPS1 stuff. Awesome. You can okay. only buy the three disc CD set and the digital version right now. They had vinyls, but those have all sold out. Really? Yeah, That's so cool. They've all sold out, so. Uh, very, very cool. I, I'm almost for certain going to pick this up myself. I can see you I, doing that. I just can't decide whether I want the, the discs or just get the digital because if I get the disc, it's going to be cool to have all like the little trinkets and stuff right. that come with it. Then I'll put them in a box and I'll never see them again, but yeah. uh, I'm, just, I'm a collector. I'm <laughs> yeah. a collector. Uh, earlier today, episode three of Cultivation yes. came out, which was Snake Eyes in Japan. Yes. What did you think? Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I did. Uh, what good were your stuff. thoughts? Really yeah, it's still cool looking. You know, they they just have good direction, and there's even graphics. <laughs> like there was graphics at one point. Uh, I just like it's cool. There's a lot of money in there. That's I think cool. I think the way Hado the Hado Rick put it, I think yeah. it was him who said it is. He loves the way they integrate the game footage into the storytelling. Yeah, right. They so do, like, do that. With Gokin, you know, he's sitting there and then when the guy's like smacking snake eyes in the back with the stick. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was really cool. Yeah, really it was cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs to that. But more importantly, check out episode two, the cut footage. Oh yeah? The cut footage. I haven't. That's it's, it's like literally all me. <laughs> Oh, I did watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did watch it. Because that's I right. I didn't make it in there. You rambled. Two. Uh, I did, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You made it in there. You had you had the, the beard. That's, beard. That's right. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, but it's it's amazing stuff. Yeah, just yeah, like someone cool. said on uh, in the chat. There's 
Like nothing cringeworthy about it. It's no. so well done yeah. and so respectful. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's definitely made by people who like fighting games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it's not it's not some as we were talking about before, like outside sort of esportsy fake BS. It's not like that. It really yeah. is not. Yeah. Yeah. And and having Vi just be the narrator really adds a lot of credence and credibility yeah. to it. So Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously there's some there's some shtick in there. There's like some corniness about it, but yes. That, that, that doesn't mean it's not, like, good. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, my voice was in episode three. It wasn't even for the event that they <laughs> that's shared. Right, that's yeah. right. That's right. Uh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> that so. was funny. Uh, and then finally, just kind of want to mention this, that, uh, you know, we saw uh, Mad Cats advertise a, like, potentially a small stick for travel and stuff like that. Right. Well, it looks like Hori kind of beat them to the punch here. Uh, this little fighting stick mini four is now available at Arcade Shock. It's forty dollars. Like I cheap. almost just want to get one just to see what the quality is. Mm-hmm. And it'd just be nice to have something around so that you can have something just in case you're traveling around or whatever like that. But it works for the PlayStation Four while retaining compatibility for PlayStation Three as well. It's definitely more of a clicky stick, it looks like it, they say, that they describe it. So, I mean, it kind of looks is, like one. Like, I think you probably hear it go look oh, a little bit more oh, okay. with the joystick and That's stuff fine. like that. So, But yeah, $40. So, uh, really, really, really interesting to see how well this uh, plays out. Yeah, so, for sure. And it's a good idea. I also saw, actually, I don't have an article about this, but I think I saw that Hitbox are finally releasing a PlayStation 4 compatible hitbox. Controller. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I, I think I saw something about that. I don't want to misspeak yeah. on that if that's not happening, but I definitely thought I saw, like, I think it was on Facebook or something like that, someone tweeting or, okay. or posting about that. So there you go. Um, I wanted to mention a project that uh, Kim1234, who is from the U.S. but lives in Japan, mm-hmm. and Shady K., in the US. Oh, nice. Okay. And Logan Sama oh. in the UK. So all on different continents. Wow. Okay. Um, are doing a project together called The Jump In. You can follow it on Twitter at The Jump In. Or they're also on YouTube. Uh, I tweeted it out or I retweeted it earlier. It's just that it's like a podcast that they're doing. Oh, okay. And somehow they found a time where UK, Japan, and Pacific time zone all like work. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. Okay. But okay yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they, uh, they they had a spiel. They have an episode out on their thoughts on FGC commentary right now, and they're oh, gonna, they're gonna okay. like release things over the coming days. So, uh, recommend you checking it out. I I listened to it earlier. It was well. It's, I mean, our pictures are on it, but it's right, not really right, about yeah. us. Okay. Uh, it's just their thoughts on things, you know. And they they are all old school folks who have different experiences, and they're in lo- different locations. So <laughs> it's cool to get their very different. You know experiences right. on things, so it's just. I think it's super important. That yeah, they me got too. A Europe, a Japan, and a U.S. Same here. That's I think so that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. That is very yeah. Cool. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they do. I okay. think that's very cool. Uh, again, th- on Twitter at the Jump In, T H E J U M P I N, and you know check it out there. And there's a link to their first episode. They said that they're going to put them out every couple of days. Mm-hmm. It's pretty pretty short. It's 15 minutes. There you go. Someone put up a link that says PS4 Hitbox now accepting pre-orders. Cool. So there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Sultan Cobra, for that link. So...
That's why it's awesome to have a live show like this. Because <laughs> yeah. then people can do the research for us. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Any games that you've been playing? Uh, Still Hearthstone? World of Warcraft. Oh, you're back in the World of Warcraft. Well, I'm all winning my Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Um, in the, or the last year. I've been grinding it out trying to become a miner. But you're too old already to be a miner. Boy, I'm I'm trying to become a blacksmith. <laughs> but you're you don't have anything. Come you're on. already a white gram. Come on. All right. Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyways, I've just been working on gathering professions lately. Right, that's, right, that's it. Okay, that's okay, my okay. news. Um. Any other games that I've been playing? I've been playing Rising Thunder, actually. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I've been playing Rising Thunder. In fact, on this channel, I've, I've streamed now a couple of times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, just open public lobbies. You know, you can, you can uh, open a lobby, and it, it has, like, a string of numbers or letters associated with it, the title of the lobby. Right, right, right. And you just paste that lobby in, and you can get into that lobby. Mm -hmm. So I tweeted out, anybody can join who wants to, and there have been some good players who have popped in, so... Um, How many people been, can fit cool. in a lobby? I have no idea, but there were something like seven or eight people in there oh, nice. at one point. Okay, okay, cool. cool. So at least that many. Yeah, it, it, it is cool. It is cool. Uh, I, I don't see how Talos isn't the best. I don't know. It's I'm not sure, but I you know if I went back there in the game, I, that's not true. So. If, if I went back in there, I would 100% play Talos right now. I remember when the game came out, I felt like Talos versus Vlad was such a tough matchup for Talos. It was. Now it was. I feel like it's a blow-up. Talos blows Vlad up. And that's just because of armored anti-air, right? It's not just... Be it, it, that's a big part of it. Uh -huh. But even on top of that now, I just am not worried about things. Oh, like, I'm just blocking. Interesting. Or I, like, I have buttons out. I don't know. Anyway. Um... It's been cool to see how things have changed because, you know, when I, I took some months off in the game, so I came back and different characters had new special moves and stuff. Uh, fun game. Fun game. Obviously, it's free to play. You can go check it out at risingthunder.com. Yeah, I haven't played it in a while, so... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how he's not the best. I just... I mean, I, that's not even that... I, I'm not trying to say that he's, like, OP or anything. <laughs> I, I just honestly... Yeah, it's like a it's like a confused sort of thing. Like I like I feel like I'm wrong because everybody who plays the game assures me that he's not, he doesn't win every right. matchup. But uh, I just don't I don't see it yet. So I'm think, gonna keep playing until I figure. it out. I mean, I think he's just gonna be amazing at the start because dude, grappler with one button specials. And Yo, one it's not at the start anymore, man. These people have been playing for it's actually three true. or four yeah, months. Uh, you know, true. or longer but than that. But right? see, I'm still not sure if the Maybe players not. who are playing the game are Rising Thunder players yet or Street Fighter players playing Rising Thunder. I need to jump on again and see how that goes. Well, I know what you mean. Yeah, because, I mean, the one thing is I still see people getting jumped at and they don't uppercut. You're right, you're right. Right? And no one jumps at Zangief. He lariats everybody. Like, I've never... Like, I use that to beat him with... I used to use that with EX Dive Kick with Kami. Right. You jump on him and every Zangief had the reaction to lariat you, so you just EX Dive yeah. and you kill him, right? Right. So if everyone who's playing Edge or Chell just thought of it like they had a Zangief Lariat, there should be no reason you should ever block a jump in in this game if you have that meter built. Like, it just shouldn't happen. And I still, see, I still see people playing 
like they're thinking that they need time to do the uppercut motion. So in the same moments that they would not do an uppercut, they yeah. would not do an uppercut with edge. Yeah. And that's going to go away eventually once you get true Rising Thunder players. So that's my opinion. No, you might be right. That's my opinion. So. You might be right. I mean, already with Talos, as soon as I see it, like I've caught people on the way up in their jump stuff. <laughs> like, I'm like, bam, snatch you out of there. Right, it's so right. easy. Mm -hmm. so, Okay. Very good character. Um, I also think that Crow is weak, but everybody assures me that is also not the case. Well, wasn't he really weak before, and then he got better? He got buffed a bunch. Yeah, he got buffed, like but so. um, I don't know. He seems weak to me. Anyway, this is probably all wrong, but you know, it's it's just <laughs> it's this sort of thing. We're coming back to it. I just don't understand why I'm wrong yet about Talos and Crow and Crow. Okay, yeah, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Cool. Um, what have you been playing lately? Nothing. Oh. Nothing, to be honest. Absolutely. Final Fantasy Record oh, Keeper. yes. Right? I've been playing that, but the other thing that I've also been doing is I've been watching a lot of Jessica Jones, no spoilers. Oh, I've heard good things. That is not, like, it is unlike any Marvel thing that they've ever done. Yeah? Like, seriously, like, five or ten minutes into the first episode, you're like, God, you cannot have children anywhere near this show. Really? Like, it's, it is just... It's a flat rated R show, pretty much, practically. So, I mean, it's really good, though. And sh I'm, I'm like 11 out of 13 episodes into it, and like, shit is just going down right Ooh. now. And I'm just like, like the last episode, I was just like, what the hell? So, yeah, it's good stuff. It's cool, good man. Stuff. So, it just came out on Friday, so right. obviously I've been binging this thing. Right. So, yeah, because that's the worst thing about this Netflix show, you know, paradigm. Is nothing stopping you from watching it right. and keeping on going? So when you watch a regular TV show, you watch it, you have to wait the next week. You don't have that to control you, so it's like really easy lately, to end up binging. I've been doing that lately yeah. with uh, with Ken Burns' documentaries. <laughs> That's just as good as Jessica right. Jones, for sure. Right now I'm about to finish The Roosevelt's, and I've watched The War and Civil War, and you know. I think there's one on baseball I haven't seen yet. No. Okay. Mm. Okay. It's good. It's, it's good. cool. It's cool. Ken Burns is good stuff. I imagine you, know, you agree with me all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I have the Ken Burns jazz soundtrack, so. Is that is that a thing? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. He did a documentary on jazz. It's like a five-disc thing. I oh, really? That. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Okay. There you go. So. That, sounds, that sounds like you might be serious. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I literally sure. have okay. it. I do have it, so. Okay, um, I, oh, okay, I will mention this, though, um, I've been promising to play Until Dawn on stream for the longest of time, uh, this Thanksgiving break, I'm gonna try to play it on Saturday, probably, just, I'll probably start it on the evening here, like, maybe five or six o'clock, and then just try to get through the whole game, because I heard the game's, like, six hours long, six, seven hours hmm. long, if you just play through it, so I'm gonna just try to play through it, I want to do it on Halloween, obviously, we were unable to do that on Halloween weekend and stuff or even the weekend before that that was the beta it's all true. the stuff so Thanksgiving hopefully I'll have time so I'll be able to play that and then and then on one of the other days I'm also going to either try to play Splatoon try to finish like actually continue Transformers or maybe even start Rise of the Tomb Raider because I really really want to mm. play that game so I might stream I'll stream some of those games hopefully this weekend so there you go are you going right. to do Black Friday stuff 
I have never done Black Friday stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, in my life. I, it's just not worth it to me. I did it a couple of times just for the experience. That's oh, it. really? Just to see what it was like. And uh, haven't done it since then. The closest I ever came was one of those, those like, two, two or three weekends in a row of midnight runs to Target to try to get a Wii when it first came out. Ah. And, God, that, I mean, although the story that came out of me successfully finally getting the Wii was probably epic. Like, I'm so happy that I did it just because of the story that took place in for that, um, that particular day. It's a long story. I've actually written the whole thing on my old blog from a long time ago. So if you really want to read it, read the story, go to jchenzor.blogspot.com and um, go search for my quest for the Wii. And there, it, was just, it was just such a funny day. It was like one of those sitcom days, like like you know, like everything crazy was going on and stuff like that. So, um, but I just I don't want to do Black Friday stuff. I just I don't have the patience for it. So the only the only time that I've sat in a line to get a game or anything like that, mm-hmm. it was Warcraft Three. I don't know why there was such a big line for it in retrospect, but it must have been. I don't really remember that well, but it must have been like really hyped up. I just don't, I don't recall. It must have been, because why else would I have done that? What? Is it him or was it some? There was, there's a video where these news people go to the line of a Best Buy. It was for Warcraft 3 or World of Warcraft or something like that. And they interviewed Mike Ross, who was in line for it. Yeah? Yeah, there's like this video out there that it just happened to be Mike Ross that they interviewed for this news thing. I, oh, yeah. God. Does anybody have any links to that? I'm trying to find it right now. Oh, man. Doom. Oh, Apparently, was it Doom? Doom 3. It was a Doom 3. Okay, okay, okay. There you go. Can you look Doom it up 3. right now? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can find you it. You should. Yeah, yeah, check it out. <laughs> Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> can I play the sound on yeah, this? Yeah, why not? Why I not? can play the sound on this sure. one, right? I'm just yeah, probably okay, fine. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, let me let me change this really quick here. <laughs> why does Mike Ross always get interviewed randomly? I don't know, but it, is, it just it just happens to just, him. He all just the time. has some life where it just happens to happen. Yeah. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go, guys. Uh, apologize if the sound is too loud. Hopefully, it's not too bad. But you'd be hard-pressed to find a franchise that carries more weight. So when Doom 3 was released at midnight on August 3rd, we hit the town to see what some very faithful fans were willing to do to get it. Very exciting event. This is the Midnight Madness program at Best Buy. Doom 3 is on sale. We've got a few hundred people lined up ready to get the first copies of Doom. We're very excited. This is a good turnout. I mean, everyone's been anticipating Doom for a long time. A lot of pent-up excitement. And it's great to see the fans come out and get the first copies of Doom. Amazing things will happen here soon. We have about a thousand pieces of the unit. We're giving out free shirts. We're opening up the doors. Allow as many customers as we can to come in to buy the game. Don't worry. They'll get their product. I got here tonight at about 10.35 p.m. in this nice cold line. I was a fan of the original Doom series. It was actually the first game I ever bought for a PC. Tomorrow I have to work at about 6 p.m. So it gives me about a good 12 hours of game time. I've been in my line about 20 minutes so far, but everybody else came in a lot earlier. I'm here because these two guys really wanted to actually come and be the first ones to get the copies. So I went along with them and thought, why not? So I've been here since about 
I'm the last person in line. I came in and uh, I saw these people waiting, and there was no seats or anything, so I decided to wait in my car. Fell asleep for a while, came back out, and saw this huge line. So, you know, figuring, uh, well, time to get back to life. I've always followed the games, especially the Quake series, but uh, Doom 3 is like a milestone as far as technology goes. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I like the little askew footage of the Doom at the end. It's like all at an angle. <laughs> Doom 3. <laughs> now, did Mike Ross really say he was fourth in line, or were people just saying that in chat? Oh, uh, no, he didn't. Okay, okay. Two, that yeah. that channel was Mike Ross fan. Do you see the channel name? Yeah, uh, Mike Ross fan. So I just typed in Doom 3 line Mike Ross, and it was the first thing that came yeah. up in Google. Google seriously is the most amazing thing I've ever seen. It's very popular. Yeah. Oh man, but yeah, like he's just Mike Ross is like everywhere. For it just happens for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like he was born with that in the cards to be yeah. like a a, a a a personality kind of thing. So. As much as he doesn't want it, it's just it's fate. <laughs> it's fate. So yeah, okay. Well, that, I, after that, I don't think there's anything left to do. Uh, so. Apparently, happy birthday to Toshin. Oh, nice. Okay, good stuff. Good stuff. Congrats. So things are going better over there. Um, yeah, is that about it? Yeah. I think All so. right. I'm probably not going to finish this out. I'm really full, actually. Really? Yeah. All I can do is smell it, and I normally and I haven't had dinner again normally, like I normally don't, so I need to go get some food. Yeah, James so, usually eats after the show. Yeah. I don't have time. I just right. come yeah, home right. and, 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 and have to get set up and everything like that, so. All right. Well, thanks a lot for watching. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Oh, have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have a happy Thanksgiving for people who will have it. That's right. Peace out, everybody.